Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Greenest Grass Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Hines. We are back here another week where we spend time trying to find optimism, hope, motivation, inspiration, all those positive Greatest Grass core value concepts in our everyday lives, in and out. I wanted to tell a story about a seven-year-old, my seven-year-old. We had, uh, we had the in-laws here, and uh, we had a day where this child, who doesn't really normally get a lot of caffeine, or hardly any caffeine at all, you know, you had a day out with the grandparents, right? So it was, you know, the big caffeine drink at dinner, when you're out to dinner, and then it was home, and then it was back out for ice cream, frozen yogurt, uh, whatever, with all the goodies on it, uh, the candies, you know, the one where you can kind of go make your own, add the toppings you want. And then it was lay down to bed, you know. His bedtime is normally around 8 o'clock. This was maybe a little late, 8.30, 8.45. And man, was he wired. He was absolutely wired and hilarious. Um, this child was very uh, extroverted, outspoken kid anyway, but he was wired up. And as I laid there with him, uh, you know, ready for him to go to bed, he said, Dad, he goes, I can't sleep. My brain is buzzing. My brain is buzzing. It's just, it's buzzing. He's like, it just keeps thinking about different things. And he's like, I, I feel like I just have to be, get ready for second grade. Like I need to go downstairs and learn something, which is just such a uh, honest seven-year-old narrative. And it got me thinking of this buzzing brain, right? Because, yeah, this was a seven-year-old that was trapped on caffeine and sugar for the night that he doesn't normally get. And he was struggling to sleep, and he didn't feel very good. He had a tummy ache, and his brain was going, you know, a million miles an hour. He's not used to that. At seven, he's not used to that. And it got me thinking of, uh, you know, there's a meme. It's been going around forever on socials. And I went and found it uh, before I recorded here. It says, my mind is like a web browser. 19 tabs are open, three are frozen, and I have no idea where the music's coming from. And I kind of feel like that's what my little guy was feeling that night. And, you know, this is so real for so many of us, day in and day out. I have struggled with this for years and years and years. I'm not a huge caffeine drinker. I mean, I do drink caffeine, but typically not at night. Um, I like to have a cup of coffee in the morning. Sometimes I use some uh, uh, Beachbody Energize or a Monster here and there. But I understand that feeling. And mine really isn't caffeine-induced, but it's just, you know, racing brain syndrome. The buzzing brain, which is what I'm going to call it from now on, how geniusly tabbed by a seven-year-old. The buzzing brain. I am a victim of the buzzing brain. And I do feel like there's 19 tabs open. And I do feel like some of them are frozen. And sometimes I don't know where thoughts are coming from. I don't know where anxiety is coming from. I don't know. People that suffer from anxiety, they're like, what's, you know, everyone, what's going on? Well, what's going on? What can I help you with? What's going on? What are you anxious about? What do you have anxiety about? I don't know. I don't know where the music's coming from. I don't know why this tab is frozen. I just know that I feel it. I have anxiety. And my brain, it's a buzzing. So how do we stop the buzzing brain? How do you explain that to a seven-year-old? First of all, that was an interesting night. 
he struggled that night. He really struggled. And he had a hard time uh, getting to sleep that night because his brain was buzzing. So I wanted to share some of the things that I have tried with my buzzing brain because this has been something I've experienced. It started in 1998, 97, 98, when I was 18 years old is when my anxiety started. I mean, back then they called them ulcers and they put me on, you know, medicine to help control acid. Uh, Of course, that's part of it, but it's just just anxiety. It's busybody anxiety. I struggled to sleep starting at about 16 years old and it it carried on and really hit full-fledged anxiety there in college. When I got to college, moved away from home for the first time. So over the years, I have tried things, and they don't... Look, I'm going to tell you right now, there's not a 100% cure to the buzzing brain. There isn't. But there's things you can do to try and help. And honestly, if I'm being honest with myself and to the world, that I don't always do these. Sometimes I have a drink, and that works. And Is that the healthiest option to cure the buzzing brain? No, it's not. And, and I know that. But I do it sometimes because it works. It helps cause uh, calm the buzzing brain. But let's go over a few of these things that that I wrote down and I know to uh, to have worked for me in the past. One is uh, a brain dump. I call them dribbles, you know, and that is just picking some sort of topic. Um, maybe it's something you're working on. Maybe it's something fictional, and you just start writing right? You just start writing. Like, uh, write about your childhood bedroom and just go. And there's no judgment. There's no correction. Punctuation doesn't matter. Uh, You just go and you keep writing and you set a time limit, five, 10 minutes. Uh, It's amazing how much that really works. Uh, A brain dump, dribble, just write, you know? Now in my time, I generally don't keep those. I don't keep dribbles. They're just to assist in shutting the brain down. But it's not a terrible idea to keep them. Journal them. Make it a part of a journal. Have a dribble journal. or, or uh, Well, that's kind of that's tough to say. Um, you know, have a brain dump journal. I, I kind of like that idea. Um, you could go back and, and, and categorize them. And um, you could do all sorts of things. You know, you could chart them if you wanted. You could do all sorts of things. That's the point. Um, but that, it's a really kind of a neat little trick. And uh, it actually works quite often with me. Um, You know, another trick you can do, and this is one of the easiest, oldest methods in the world, is just a form of meditation. Breathing. Breathing correctly. Um, I've talked many times uh, here on the Greenest Grass that I use an app called Calm. I pay for it. It's not much. I think it's somewhere around 20 bucks a year. Uh, And it has all sorts of different things. Uh, They don't sponsor or anything. This is just an app I use. Um, And it has all sorts of different daily meditations and soundscapes, rain in the forest, um, just, they have story time where they have, you know, beautifully narrated, um, you know, short stories that are help designed to calm. Um, those work really, really quite well as well. Um, exercising. How many times have we talked about this in the greatest grass? If you have a buzzing brain, uh, move around, it will work. This is the hardest one for me, especially at nighttime. Cause I really don't feel like getting up and doing pushups or sit-ups or, running in place or playing the ring on the on the Wii. We have a Wii. We have an exercise game called Ring. I don't feel like doing that at 11, 15 at night when my, you know, brain is buzzing full strength. But it does work. Um, there are certain times uh, I remember getting up at midnight and going and walking to the mailbox and back, which is for our neighborhood is about 12 houses round trip. It's about six houses down. Um, nice little five, six, seven minute walk. 
And that one has really, uh, it's really worked as well. It's, it's one that's harder for me because I don't like doing it, but it absolutely works. Another thing that I've used over the years um, is the more holistic side is, you know, uh, diffusing oils. We have diffusers in this house and we use them. Uh, I have diffusers in my office at work and I use them. It's amazing what different scents from oils can do. And this is kind of medically proven now too. Uh, you can put in lavender for a certain effect or you can put in, you know, cedar for a certain effect or orange for a certain effect. Um, there are things uh, in the oils that can actually um, calm down your brain and help you relax. Uh, lavender being one of those. Lavender is known as kind of a sleeping oil, right? Uh, a lot of people take natural 100% lavender and put one drop on their pillow uh, before they go to sleep. And that really, really seems to work. There's all sorts of uh, things like this, sleep sprays. Um, uh, a lot of them have those kind of scents in them that you can spray your bed down with or your pillow, or uh, they make one that's like a cream you wipe under your nose. There's all sorts of different things like that that can help you relax. Uh, and by relaxing, that's shutting down the brain. That's relaxing the brain. But out of all these little tricks and trades, right, and there's a thousand of them. I just mentioned some that I've actually tried in my life uh, and they work. Um, it sounds weird to bring up alcohol in a um, podcast called The Greenest Grass where we go out and try to find optimism and hope. And look, alcohol can be, you know, tough on a lot of people, especially people fighting depression. So if alcohol is a problem for you, obviously that would probably not be somewhere you'd want to go to help the buzzing brain. But for me, uh, a drink does help, you know, and I'm talking about having a drink, a glass of wine, um, you know shot and a half of ounce and a half of whiskey with a little Diet Coke in it. Uh, it's kind of one of my go-tos. Um, but if you can control it responsibly and, and make that a part of, uh, you know, red wine is actually very good for you, medically proven to be very good for you, um, you know, good for your blood and your heart. So, I mean, there's all sorts of things. But the key to this, the, the biggest key to help with the buzzing brain, and I talk about this when I go back to the beginning of this, and I'm talking about my seven-year-old, is routine is find that routine, right? I kind of suck at this. My routine at bed is not good because I have the anxiety really bad and I try to set routine, but it's really, it's my, my it's partly being a parent. It's partly my job. I get a lot of phone calls at all sorts of hours. Um, but my, my bedtime routine is not good and I need to get better at that. So kind of re recording this tonight, you know, I'm kind of glad that my little guy had this episode and talked about his buzzing brain. It kind of scared me because I'm like, wow, you know, is this, you know, you know, going down the road that I went down or am, have gone down? So it kind of scared me because I don't want him to experience that, right? We always want better for our children. But it, it's there and, you know, I talked to him about having that routine and he actually has a pretty good one. Now, Grandma and Grandpa were here. Grandma and Papa were here. Like, uh-uh, we're not in routine, right? It got crazy. <laughs> so, you know, getting back into that routine, and we did, and things are great. So he's not really struggling with it, but it was just a nice reminder that we're all going to struggle with the buzzing brain here and there. And there are, there are things that we can do to fight the buzzing brain. So do them. I hope that helped a little tonight. Appreciate you all, as always, coming with me on my journey. Hopefully, I won't have a, a, a bad buzzing brain tonight as I go down to relax 
And if I do, well, I know a few tricks that I can uh, lean on. So thanks again for uh, joining me this week. Appreciate each and every one of you. We'll see you again here next week in the greenest grass.